What? I hate you. What? I hate you. Hey, fellas, welcome to Reforming Manhood. What? Why are you interrupting me with, with your hate? Haterade? Because you're smacking your fruit snacks. You're not allowed to have podcast fruit snacks anymore. What? Podcast fruit snacks are the best kind of fruit snacks. <laughs> not when you're chewing them in the microphone. I didn't that. hear anything. Did you hear anything? Oh, yeah. You can hear that? Oh, yeah. Over the intro music? Oh, yeah. I was trying real hard. I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> <kinda> proud. <laughs> What's yeah. up, fellas? My name is Mike Watt. I am the Lucha Preacher. And I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan. And this is Reforming Manhood, the podcast where we talk life from a Christian male perspective. And uh, and we are talking life, like, for the reals. From a Christian male's perspective. You just for, said that. For the, like, this is the deep stuff. This is the, the good stuff. This is You're the, being redundantly redundant. That is you in this whole podcast. No, you said... <laughs> what What do you bring to the table? You said we're talking life from a Christian male perspective. And we are really talking and then some you said, life stuff. And today we're talking life. A real man stuff. <laughs> from a Christian man male life perspective. Redundantly redundant. That's you to this podcast, Dude, all right? How was your retreat? Dude, it was a pretty good retreat, huh? It was a good retreat. It was a good retreat. It was nice to get away. We had Reforming Manhood, The Retreat. The River. Yep. They're going to rename the Pecos River in Texas to... Reforming Manhood, The River. The River. The River that talks life from a Christian (laughs) perspective. I'm pretty sure whenever people sing the river of life flowing out of me, that's the river they're talking about. No. Nope, it is. I've heard a dream is like a river. Ever changing as it flows... And a dream, dream is just, just a vessel that must follow where it goes. goes. Try well, we better stop. What we're gonna do? <laughs> we're, we're gonna sing a whole song. The here. Whole, and then we got to do friends in low places. And <laughs> we, we just before you know, it, we've recorded an entire Garth Brooks album. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we are we're talking manhood without permission. We are encouraging men to be men. And here's the thing. Yeah, the guys that didn't go on the men's retreat. Yep, they're still getting men's retreat quality. Content. Stuff. Content. Content, Content yeah. sounds more official. Uh, yeah. But yeah, hey, so listen, uh, we put, uh, we put a little post on Reforming Manhood on our, on our closed group and, uh, just kind of let people know that we were doing this or that we did it. And it turns out a lot of guys were like, hey, dibs. I want to go next <laughs> I time. I want to go next time. So, uh, we will, uh, we'll see about doing that. We're going to keep we'll it. We'll consider uh, your application. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor's considering your application. You guys, you may want to grease the wheels with uh, Outback gift cards. <laughs> Outback gift Or cigars. Uh, whatever whatever works for Meredith, you know? <laughs> nope. Nope. I'm not Meredith. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, y'all hit us up on that Facebook and let us know if that's something you've been inter- interested in. Um, we like it. Um, we like to keep the numbers low. You know, this isn't a calling all, cattle call, come in, come if you will, but... Uh, and we will not just let any jabroni go either. That's right. It's got to be people I like, and so uh, if yeah, I don't if like I, you... If I don't want to spend a weekend with you... I won't tell you that. We won't tell you that. We'll be like, hey, sorry, uh, it's, it's full. It's full. <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't make it this time. Not this Maybe time. if you get your application in sooner next year. Yeah, next year, although we had people <laughs> talking the day after, so, you know, whatevs. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we'll 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 send some invites out. Uh, but y'all go ahead and let us know on that Facebook if that'd be something that uh, that would uh, I don't know you'd like to check out. But uh, this is all the same material we talked over at the men's yeah, retreat. Yeah, basically at the men's retreat. We're, we're covering that content now. You're welcome. Um, so yeah, we did talk about being a man to the self last week in last week's podcast. 
Um, and uh, this is where the excuse machine gets started. This is where we're going to be like, uh, they understand it's just me, or I shouldn't have to because it's me, or um, this is uh, my being passive is servant leadership, or um, whatever it is. You hate that servant leadership stuff. It's not that I hate it. We're probably going to talk about that again today, aren't we? Uh, I don't know if it comes up again. I don't have it in the notes. I bet it comes up again. Okay. Well, it you just hate did. it. I don't hate it. Just it's just, it's, I've seen it as a favorite weapon of excuse that guys mm. use. Well, I was just, I was just serving. And so, uh, well, yeah, that's what Adam was doing. He was serving Eve while the snake, um, into the world with sin, basically, you know? And so thanks a lot. Yeah. Broke the world with sin is what I should have said. And so, uh, passivity, um, whatever it looks like is almost always wrong. Um, and so I've seen servant leadership used that way a lot. I was just serving my church by not leading. Well, freaking lead. If you're supposed to be leading though, you know, um, Jesus didn't put down leading when he washed feet. He was still their leader. Um, I should have made a bet with you that we were going to talk about servant leadership today. You you should have. But uh, anyways, so so often, and again, we want to encourage people, be men in yourself. Um, yeah. And then this week, so that was that was the first one. And we don't want to fall the, the, two, the two sides of the horse you fall off on. One is legalism and self-deprivation. The other is um, cheap grace uh, and, and making exceptions to sin, which are not good. Yep. Today, we're going to talk about being a man in your home. We have to... This is totally easy for me. Yeah, because it's only you and a dog. She listens great. Oh, really? Didn't you want to eat her ear yesterday and she didn't let she you? She would not let me. She was... Arr, 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 arr. <laughs> She's whining. Well, so you I have some things to learn. I just yeah, messing with her. You have some things to learn. I just messing with her. I have no dog ears in my home because I've I've eaten them all. All the dog <laughs> you ears. You haven't eaten any dog ears. Do I have a dog ear in my home? No. In my belly. <laughs> <laughs> Your quaddies have ears though. They held sunglasses. They are on. adorable, cute little ears. You leave my quaddies alone. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, being a man in your home. This one's uh, rough waters, and uh, I fear being misinterpreted, and then. Um, Sent out to many a wives. Like, hey, see, this is what Mike Watts said. He's a reforming manhood man. Check this out, honey. Um, and, and so I don't want to do that. I don't want any of that happening. Um, you should listen to this podcast, woman. She might should. Um, but uh, that's not the intent. The intent is for the men who are listening to help you be men in your home. Mm. That's that's the encouragement. Um, again, Eve, Eve fell as Adam was right there being passive, letting her do wrong. Um, and so, uh, let's just, uh, let's just dive in. And, uh, and if you're a lady and you don't know what, uh, you want someone to talk about the lady's role in the home, go to Rachel Jankovic. Yeah. We, we, we busy. <laughs> We're talking to the men right now. I, uh, I, those are, those are shark infested waters. We said I that, that when we started in. this podcast <laughs> that we were talking to the men. That's right. So you go listen to Rachel Jankovic at yeah, Cannon Press. At Cannon Press. But anyways, um, so I'm just going to say it guys, cause this is a, uh, in the home, God's design is for men to be less, I'm just going to throw the word out there and there's going to be some uncomfortableness, but men are supposed to be the king in the home. 
that's a real jerk thing to say. What? I'm out of here. All right. Take your lady panties with you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's here's why guys here's why people hate the word king. Um, and in fact, it's used often by feminists and women's movements to uh, to belittle this role um, of of king because oh, you just want to be king in your castle um, is kind of what the the mocking phrase that they'll use. Um, I agree to your terms. I agree to your terms. Yes. Um, and I didn't dip the scepter, so why are you speaking? <laughs> Off with her head. No. Um, because that's – honestly, people get the the word king confused with tyrant, um, with dictator, emperor, supreme ruler, potentate. Yeah, I went to it at the source. Uh, potentate. Yeah. Is that like whenever Vladimir Putin wants potatoes? Exactly like that. That's Precious. what we're talking about. Uh, but they they think taskmaster and they think bully when they think king. Um, and that's not what we're supposed to be, man. We're supposed to be a, a good king. But I think my theory, the, the uh, Mike Watt uh, Lucha Preacher theory is that for fear of being a bad king, men have quit being kings in their home altogether. Ouch. That's my fear. That's, that's my that's, – I don't have the gift of discernment. I have the gift of suspicion, and mm. that's what I suspect, um, that for fear of being accused of, of being a bad king, they say, well, that's too risky. I just won't be king at all. Mm. Um, and here's, here's where it comes from. Like, look, my dad was a good man um, and, and taught me a lot of good things, but, but I remember joking, jokingly as I was getting ready to get married, my, my dad would remind me, hey, hey don't forget, kid. Um, happy wife, happy life. Well, that means – She's king, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if if everybody's bowing to the moods of the wife, that would then remove your crown and you're putting it at her feet. Yeah. Um, and that's not what Jesus did when he washed feet. He served those who followed him. Nobody's talking to you, Siri. Did that, did that really go out loud? Is that on the podcast? I don't know. That woman. We'll She's never like, know. You, you can't be talking about kings. You can't be talking about kings. Siri's trying to ruin everything. <laughs> yeah, um, I think you uh, um, you 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 talked about happy wife, happy life. I think the other – another common thing is who wears the pants in the family. Mm, yeah. That's something that's talked about pretty regularly. Yeah. yeah. I can't get it out of my head. I had to say it. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I wouldn't even think about it, so I'm glad you did. Yeah, that's another – just another cultural thing that is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, yeah, guys, just saying. Well, I've, I've got to, got to keep her happy. Um, I've got to do what she says, um, and that's not what God has called us to do. That's not His, it's not His design uh, by any any way, shape, or form. And I know this is going to be difficult for guys. Um, I know it's difficult in my home between me and my wife causes causes some some struggles. Um, where, where we have to uh, learn to, well, live life <laughs> and, and at some follow point, Jesus. At some point, whenever the man decides to be the king, like God called him to be, that's going to create problems. In that, I would imagine she's still going to demand that you idolize her the way you have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy. So what you're doing is then wrong. Yeah. Well, well, wrong 
wrong means sin, and there's no sin in some of these things, you know. Yeah. And so there's going to have to be some some tough conversations um, that, that that happen and that that could lead to a lot of struggles, um, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean that man gets to be passive and let the serpent strike, right? Um, we know that Eve's curse was to want for the husband's position, um, and the man's curse was passivity, right? I mean, that was yeah. his, or that was his sin, anyways. Yeah, he he didn't lead in that moment. Yeah, had he led, that would have been, had he been a good king, mm-hmm. that would have been taking a sword and cutting off the head of the serpent. Yeah, they didn't even have a sword, but grab it by the neck, bite it, whatever you got to do. <laughs> but <laughs> like one of those corn on the cob, just <laughs> <laughs> whatever it takes, man. Um, but being passive was definitely wrong. Um, he could have been wrong and. In his actions, but it would have been, I don't know that it would have been wrong. You know what I mean? Um, and, that, and that's the problem we think of. We think, wow, if I do this, then, then, then it, and we start thinking, I guess, problematically, like, well, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. And I've got a running joke with a friend of mine that says, there's 22 ways I can do the same thing wrong. Um, and, and so we have to, we got to get over it. Uh, and yeah, that doesn't mean we we don't care. Um, in fact, let me go over what uh, this is just from uh, trope. dot com dot org talking about a good king. So this isn't the Bible. This is not the Bible. This is a secular definition of what a good king looks like. All right, go ahead. All right, all right. A good king is honorable. Agreed. That's a good, that's a good thing. Yep. Virtuous. That's a good thing. Wise. Those are good things. And understanding. I could see that. <laughs> uh, he treats his subject with respect. That's a very real possibility. No no matter how seemingly unimportant they are. Yep. He governs the land fairly. Um, and he actually does something um, and doesn't have to flaunt his power. Hmm. A good king tends to be soft-spoken. He raises his – but when he raises his voice, you'd better listen. Mm-hmm. Um, you you might mistake his kindness for weakness, um, but you would do well to remember um, a good king does not always equal soft. S a w f t soft. That's right. Um, and uh, here's here's where it gets good. Uh, if the if the king goes to war, the king is to be on the front lines and putting men first. Mm. When it comes to battle, the good king tends to lead the charge. And is often more formidable in combat than any of his soldiers. Um, above all else, a good king cares about his kingdom and his people, and will sacrifice himself to protect them. Um, so that's—I mean—that's a good king, right? So there is yeah. such a thing as a good king, and that's what we need to strive to be. So just think if a husband was what that said. Yeah. If he was honorable, virtuous, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, soft-spoken, but whenever he speaks, you better listen. Mm-hmm. Um, leads the fight. Mm-hmm. If a husband was those things, that sounds like a pretty good husband. Yeah. I'd hold his hand in the dark during a movie. While listening to Endless Love. <laughs> Friends listen to Endless Love in the dark. No, I wouldn't do that. Um, 
but but yeah, yeah, yeah. So those are things that we we want to be. And so when we when we put down the crown in our home, then those things go with it. And that's what we have to know. Like that. Sure, I can still be honorable, but but is it honorable if you're not diving into the battle, right? Um, how many men don't lead their family to church, right? Yeah. Um, that's where that's where the King of Kings is, and we don't we don't lead them to church, right? Mm-hmm. Th- there's a problem. Um, how many men aren't leading the battle against uh, porn for their kids, right? Like mm-hmm. like, hey, listen, that that phone you just got your you know seventh grader. They have access to call you and to porn.com or whatever those are, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we've porn. got, <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know where you go. All right. I've got, covenant. I don't go anywhere. <laughs> I've got covenant eyes. And so, uh, if I go to something wrong, um, like six of my friends get an email. I right also away. have covenant eyes. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mean you, I meant y'all. I mean the perverts listening. No, I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, but 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 seriously, on a serious note, covenant eyes is a good thing. Uh, Fifteen dollars a month, and you got accountability, and uh, and you know you'll get caught, and so you you don't look at things. Um, but but yeah, so we don't have we don't fight that battle on ourselves, and so we don't fight it for our kids or for our family. Um, those are things we have to be able to do, and and it takes a good king to fight those fights. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and like I said, you've got to be more. Most, uh, how do you call it, more formidable in combat than any other soldiers. So many guys, because our wives are smarter than us, we let the wives do the talking and the fighting. Um, and that's good for some instances, but there are times when the good king needs to speak up and fight the fight. You know? Maybe throw a right hook every now and then. Heck yeah. Now Heck we're yeah. talking. I'm, I'm sending a big boot. Pile drive some fools. Yes, please. Everybody. Uh, but um, and we get this from the king of kings right we we say we can't not be a king in our homes because the king of kings tells us to jesus tells us to um let's go to ephesians you got it yeah i see i think the temptation is to want to go to david that was my temptation anyways yeah yeah. but i think if we're going to look at what a king needs to be let's go to the man himself the the god man himself the god man himself yeah uh, so I'm going to start in 22, which is weird for the ladies, but they're not going to like this. Uh, wives, be subject to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is to the head of the church. He himself being the Savior of the body. But as the church is subject to Christ, so also wives ought to be to their husbands in everything. So the husband's supposed to be the leader. Yeah, the, the husband has to lead. And that means, um, just like uh, with... Uh uh, what are those things? The dog, the dogs, mush, mush. You got one up front. You got one lead dog. You know. What oh I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. You got one lead dog. If you put two snow up dogs, there, snow dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you put two dogs up there, chaos happens. They're they they're, they're probably gonna fight. Yeah. You put one up there, and you can get a direction going. You mm-hmm. know, um, and that's just God's design for the home. And um, also for snow dogs. And snow dogs. Yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> um, and, and and I have to say that this is difficult because. Honestly, most Christian women will, uh, that I know anyways, there's some that probably would disagree, will agree with this. They'll be, yeah, of course, um, husband, he's, he's, uh, I want him to lead. He is the leader in the home. Um, but more often than not, that's just mental acknowledgement. Um, and when the rubber meets the road, happy wife, happy life is the actual scripture. And they, they don't actually from. trust him to lead. Hmm, that's true. 
Um, verse 25. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. All right, hang on. Let's talk, let's talk there. Let's just talk to each verse, right? He gave himself cool. up for her. Um, he didn't quit being Jesus. He didn't quit being the king of kings for the church. He used all of his Jesusness, right? 100% God, 100% man. So he could live a perfect life as 100% God. Um, as man, he could die as a sacrifice for us. And then as God, raise again, right? And so he yeah. used all of who he is and what he is to sacrifice. A lot of times, God, guys, not God, guys will use this as, oh, well, me not speaking up now is, and me being about um, letting her feelings ru- rule the house. Um, this is this is me dying to self here. Um, mm-hmm. This is me sacrificing for her. But again, that's not the sacrifice that Jesus is calling us to make. Yeah, Jesus didn't let Peter get away with that. Whenever Peter was like, "Ah, oh, don't just wash my feet, wash my whole body." Yeah, yeah, no, no, just the feet. That's all we're doing here. You know, <laughs> <laughs> weirdo. You got baths for that, all right? <laughs> uh, so again, uh, we can serve, and we will serve. We need to serve. Uh, and there's 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 a time and place for for foot washing, and there's time place for a sword right and so we have to we have to have discernment we have to look and know when to do battle all right so he gave himself up for her gave himself but he he didn't quit being king he didn't quit being jesus yeah so that he might sanctify her having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word all right fellas we have to lead our bible leading it in the house is that uh is that difficult It, it can be yeah um it can be the uh, there needs to be a clear. What did I say about a king? Uh, about being the most formidable um, in combat. Mm. If the Bible is our sword, you need to be the most formidable in your home. You need to lead in godly wisdom. Um, mm. I'm not saying you have to have the most verses memorized or read the most, but your understanding of doctrine and bible needs to lead the home because that's who they're going to look to right mm-hmm. <laughs> and so um when there's questions they need to know i go to dad for for bible um i go to dad for life because bible and life are tied together you know mm-hmm. um not that going to mom is wrong um but we need to be the most formidable uh, yeah. and be ready as stuff happens dude stuff happens all the time and we need to be ready we need to be sword swinging ready um i think of uh what's that video game the 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 japanese one we just played to toshima ghost of toshima ghost of toshima yeah yeah yeah. so there's a uh, kind of an old west scene that happens before every boss battle where it looks at one and then it looks at the other often i'll, I'll do the old west <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> yeah and then right before the battle, he clicks the sword up like it's unsheathed and it's ready. It's ready. It's, he didn't have it out yet, but it's go time. And that's how we need to live with our Bibles, fellas. Um, as men in the homes, we need to be ready when life happens um, to swing the sword um, of the spirit at it. We need we need to have that Bible ready. Um, and so I remember when uh, one of my boys got got in a fight at school um, and uh I would I would ask them quite often. I would we would use the same questions going to school every day, right? Why do we go to school to love God, um, to learn and, li- and give God glory? That's why we go to school. And so when I have this conversation with him, and he's already tearing up, right? <laughs> but uh, but I say, did you learn today when you got in a fight? <laughs> no, Daddy, no. All right. Did you give God glory by getting in a fight? <laughs> no, Dad, no, no. 
Why do we exist? Why do we go to school? Learn and give God glory. Why didn't you do those things? Sin. Yeah, okay, we got it, right? One uh, of these days he's going to find out he can give God glory by jacking some bully in the jaw. It can't be done. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what he was doing, all no, right? No, 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 no. no. Someone took his toy and uh, and then took his fury, and it was a bad thing. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we need to be the most formidable in our home. Go ahead. Keep reading. Yeah. Uh, water with word that he might present to himself the church in all her glory, having no spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she would be holy and blameless. All right. So in our home, we are to pre- present the family. As holy and blameless. That means we're protectors in this home. And not just against, like, home invaders. Like, yeah, we're supposed to do that. Yeah, we should have gun or Lucille or baseball bat, whatever it is. We should have that kind of plan. I think most men do. Uh, Who was was it that said, uh, I don't think you're a man unless you can kill somebody with your bare hands? That was Spencer. (laughs) That's right. What what was it? I'm sure I said it wrong. That's what he said. Say it again. A man should should be able to kill another man with his bare hands. Okay. All right. So, uh, again, that depends on the caliber of man that is before you. <laughs> but uh, um, That's true. Pick your fights. Pick your fights. Yeah. Uh, but Use weapons when necessary. Yeah. We, um, in our home, we need to be the protectors. Um, and that means oftentimes i got to protect my family from themselves and their own desires. Uh, yeah. So, so, yeah, my kids want... Uh, Oh, man, they want to eat out every day. They want the ice cream, and I've got to be the Caleb one. Caleb wants a cell phone. Wants a cell phone? Yeah, you, you can't get no cell phone. You're a seventh grader. Yeah. You don't even know cell phone? Yeah. This um, town is maybe a mile long. Yeah, get to walking. <laughs> it's good for you. Um, but when it's that time, I've got to be the one that says, okay, here's your boundaries for this bad boy. You know, um, we would do that with driving, right? We'd make sure we we drive our kids, teach them to drive, the safe ways to drive, the unsafe ways to drive, um, and uh, and so we've got to be we got to oftentimes protect them from themselves and their own desires. Um, no, you can't eat ice cream for every meal, Josh. Why? Because you will be fatter than me, and I'm already pretty fat. That's a bad idea, Josh. You know, he already uh, wants to work out like I do. Yeah, it's a, it's a bad combination of uh, love for food and. Hate for working out. Hate, yeah, it's yeah, it's a bad combination. And so I got to protect him from from himself. And oftentimes, in fact, most mornings when we get up to work out, uh, me and the boys work out a little bit. Um, Josh, who's not the athlete athlete in the in the family, he's like, "Why do I have to do this?" Caleb, on the other hand, his twin is like, "Can't wait. Let's do this. What are we doing? You think we can do twelve exercises today, Dad? Dude, calm down. First of all, this coffee." Uh, Tastes like you need to shut up for a minute, you know. <laughs> this coffee tastes like you need to shut the heck up. But uh, I haven't had my coffee yet, so we, I've got a plan. Don't worry, we'll get to it. But uh, they're just so opposite, and I've got to protect them from themselves. You know, Caleb, I'm gonna have to protect from from culture and being too busy. Like that's that's the idol in our town, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's we go from one sport to the next to the next, and sometimes sports cross over, and you get it done, and you sacrifice church and family and and things that will matter in ten years. And so I've got to protect him from that that's that's my job that's my role um i've got to uh, look ahead and see these things and be ready to protect them from that with the word of god right i mean that's Mm -hmm. what that's what uh that's what jesus did he protected the church so he can present them later and so i want i want jesus to stand i want my boys to stand before jesus and 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 have good things in their life not even knowing just oh yeah i do that because my dad put that there you know Mm -hmm. um that's that's a legacy worth having. That's a man in the home. That's a good king. 
you know? Yeah. Uh, verse 28. What, what verse am I going to here? Uh, 33. Cool. Verse 28. Uh, so husbands ought also to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his own wife loves himself. All right. Uh, pretty simple there, right? Um, yeah. Love your wife like you love yourself. Um, a lot of guys love themselves and give their wife the leftovers. Um, and uh, mm. that's tough. I get it, guys. I, I mean, I remember working hard at Target. I'd, I'd finish working at 12.30, 1 o'clock, and then have a 7 a.m. turnaround. Um, that's tough. Um, but when I get home the next day at 4 o'clock, and all I want to do is eat and take a nap, you know? Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I got I to gotta gear up for it. I, I get a – oftentimes I'd get a monster to go home on so that, so that when I got home I was ready to go for the kids and the family. But also your body was broken. So broken at the time, <laughs> so broken. My doctor was like, "How are you functioning right now? You, you should be almost uh, comatose." I don't know, doc. I don't have any reason. I don't have any. I don't. I can't slow down. All right, keep doing that. We're gonna get you some lab work done while you keep doing what you're doing, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, verse twenty nine: For no one has ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as Christ also also does the church. Yeah, so we need to nourish and cherish. Because we are members of his own body. Yeah. I'll just finish that first. Also. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so we need to nourish and cherish our family. And and I think we do this well. Most men that I know, at least in word, um, they would talk about the love for their family. Um, but, men, this is where, again, just like uh, I called out the ladies for, um, you know, saying in word, yes, of course, I submit to my husband. I'm going to call us out for for not loving and cherishing um, in actual action sometimes. Mm, that's good. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and shall be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. That's tough for mama boys. What do you mean? Boys that love their mama, that the mother-in-law is going to be in their business all the time. Mm. You don't understand that. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but there should be like a time. Everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. There should be a time when, when when there's some separation. When your wife's feelings and emotion actually come first over how your mama feels about it. You know? Yep. Give her the boot. Your mom. Hmm. Give your mom the boot. What's it a boot? <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were speaking Canadian. Kick her out. All right. This mystery is great, but I am speaking with reference to Christ and the church. Nevertheless, each individual among you is also also is to love his own wife, even as himself, and the wife must see to it that she respects her husband. All right, that's the famous love and respect passage right there. So uh, men feel loved when they feel respected, and women feel loved when they feel loved. That's that's the concept there, um, which which we it's fine. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with that. Um, that might be helpful for you as you do some soul searching um, so you can know, all right, here's here's the problem in my home. My wife doesn't show respect. She shows love, and I need her to show some respect every now and then, you know? Yeah. So be a king. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and here's the thing. We, we serve our king by being king in our home, not by laying down the crown and scepter, um, but by being king in our home. Um be a man in your home, fellas. That's this the encouragement. Is the responsibility today. that God has given you 
in your home. Yeah, so let's close with a little Joel Beaky. Joel Beaky. Yeah, he says, a man is not free to decide what his headship will be like. The Bible is the rule. The husband's authority comes not from man's strength or wisdom, but from God's appointment. Mm. That's good. That's the way to finish it, guys. You have been appointed by God to be king in your home. So go be a good king. You have been challenged. Go serve your king. Go serve our king by being king. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. uh, We can continue having this conversation in our Facebook group, Reforming Manhood. Um, Go check that out. I know some of you have. And uh, also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and send it to your friends. Yeah, tell your friends about us. All right. My name is Mike Watt. I'm the Lucha Preacher. And I'm Too Sweet Trevor Cowan. This has been Reforming Manhood. Later. Later. Too Sweet. Later. (laughs) Later.